What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back with episode 28, got Ben along, yes, sir. back from vacation mode. What's happening, man? How was the cape? The cape was good, man. Um, I'm, I'm feeling to get back on the microphone, though. I, yeah. don't, I don't like leaving weeks with no content. Uh, and I think I've I've done that twice. Not we. For, for anyone who's wondering, we've we've rescheduled a couple times, and Jose is extremely zealous that we must get content up every week. So yeah, he's very he, he's you know trying to get y'all new content weekly. It's just always so much to talk about. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it's exciting. But yeah, back from vacation mode, back to go. Um, I will say that I've been staying away from Twitter. I yep. think there's a lot of noise going around. Um, I think people start to get antsy when the price starts to kind of just do the shuffle mm-hmm. and stay in place. Um, I can never understand why that's a thing, but it is. It yeah. is you know. Uh, I've seen some tweets about it, and I've I've talked to friends about it. Um, if if you're trying to get rich quick and and you bought Bitcoin, uh, maybe you bought it at the high. Um, yeah, I see why you're antsy. Uh, but once you understand like historical bitcoin trends and the technology that bitcoin is yeah you know no one's who no nobody who's held for four years or longer has ever lost any money right so you're basically buying holding long-term dollar cost averaging um or i mean i guess you're antsy if you have a loan right and it's backed by bitcoin there's a lot of reasons to be antsy um uninformed all, all these things are very antsy but um I, I, I like to see it from the other end, which is, you know, if you know what's wrong with everything else, you can see why Bitcoin has already won. Right. So to me, it's like the price shuffling or staying still or starting to dip or any of that stuff as we come in week in and week out and kind of repeat. Yeah. It's kind of irrelevant because of that, because what's the alternative? Mm-hmm. So I go back to fiat currency because Bitcoin failed. Yeah. Like, what does that do for me? Well, we know, we know who, the problems with yeah, it. Yeah, let, let's be absolutely clear. Even in the past 12 months, Bitcoin is still up 220%. I didn't even know that. That's surprisingly enough. You me? I believe it, though. Like, that takes t- 15 years in a stock market. Sure. If you're in an S&P 500. That's what from, I mean, From though. an investment So I go back to fiat. I go back to the so stock market. So you go back market. to that. I'm not. That's the thing. So, like, when, you know, Jack Mahler's made famous, but when people literally use the term die on this hill. Mm-hmm. I think people nowadays, in general, Dude. not just Bitcoin, use words just all over the place. Yeah. But that's my thing about it. Is like, even if it's this low, why would I give it up? Yeah. If the alternative is that you know right. decisive and that you know much of a, a of a canter in life. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, you know, for the listeners that are antsy, if you're antsy, like you said, I, I, yeah. I sometimes I don't even think about the people that bought at the top. But yeah, that that is a problem. Um. Don't be. Go yeah, educate I mean, yourself. It, just in general, a loss isn't a loss until it's realized. So if you know if you're holding your money on an exchange, yeah, you're down quote unquote fifty percent, okay. but you're you're holding on to it. So it only becomes real when you sell that position and you say I lost fifty percent. Yeah. If you just hold on to Bitcoin, do you really think in a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now? The price will not exceed sixty-five. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's a ticking time bomb. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially with the having uh, when that comes up, it always seems to be that's that every four years. Yeah, I've been explaining that to my friends. Like yeah, right now there are what nine hundred Bitcoin a day, right? Next sure. having four fifty. Next having two twenty-five. Next having by that point, I mean we already have influencers and celebrities and you know football players saying I'm going to take my bonus money in Bitcoin. Yeah. Um. What do you think the world's going to be like in 10 years? You know what I mean? Yeah. With, with a further advancement. Lightning right now, bro, is insane. Very this, early. This in is the beginning too. of layer two. This is like the beginning of, of going from 
you know, ponies to cars. Yeah. Um, or, you know, building bridges and, and steel infrastructure starting. Like we're yeah. just at the beginning and, and I'm using lightning today and I'm like amazed at Powerful. this. Powerful. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know what I want to get into when it comes to lightning next. Yeah. Um, and I know it's already happening, uh, gaming and, and lightning. Yeah. Uh, because it seems so no brainer for those two yeah. things to go together, micropayments and transactions. YouTube. Uh, well, I meant like literally in the game, like how developers can incorporate uh, lightning as incentives in the game. And the fastest thing that more. I can think of is, is um, all right, let's go something that everybody knows, either the PlayStation trophies mm-hmm. or the Xbox achievements. What if every achievement came with, instead of 100 points, 100 sets Yeah. as a reward? Um, and that could easily be done. That's fire. Because they, they already have so much money flowing into the games. Like yeah. Everything now is like, upgrade this, buy a different outfit, do this, buy I mean. this map, do But this. guess how many of those big entities, as we know, are eating off of those transactions? Oh, that facts. means that, you know, homeboy that's playing, you know, 16-year-old that's playing Fortnite or whatever, or Roblox or whatever, needs mom and dad's credit card. Visa, MasterCard, or Discovery, or whoever yeah, it is, yeah. is getting a hit for you having to upload money for your child's wallet. Or not this situation, as we learned from El Salvador and other, right. other places. Yeah, Lightning cuts it out. Your kid could have an anonymous wallet where the key part is no KYC <laughs> for your kid. Yeah. You could just have a dummy email. At worst, some of these uh, um, wallets don't even ask for an email. Yeah. Uh, and your kid could then take the, his allowance money. Yeah, that's fine. And you could load it up and cut Visa out, cut everybody out. Yeah, and instantaneously, no yeah. processing. Yeah. Uh, meaning that, um, you know, when, when, you know, the worst thing about a video game is when you have to leave the experience. So, dude, if I have to, like, hit the dashboard button and, like, go into the store and load up the whole, like, pay for whatever I'm about to buy, the the DLC, Mm -hmm. that's whack. But what if I could just choose in the game from a character saying, do you want to buy this? Pay with my lightning wallet. Oh, no, just immersed into the game. So there's a a blacksmith in the game that says it to upgrade your sword is 300 points or whatever. Scan this QR code. Your wallet's already rolling. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then, boom, you could just charge it instantly right there. Mm -hmm. And bingo. Like World of Warcraft style, the guy on the other end who's the blacksmith could be another player. Yeah. That's because doing the blacksmith service. He would be like a... He's getting rewarded. He'd be like a lightning channel. Everybody would have a channel. Yeah. I mean, all the management could be done through the consoles. So the Xbox and the PS4 in this example. You got a patent idea, my man. Yeah. It's a tough thing to put together, but if somebody yeah. can solve that, and I know there's a lot of people already working on games, yeah. But every time I hear about it, it's usually like tokens in the game, yep. um, and I want to just direct set direct to set, set like yeah. lightning. Yep. You know, is the only way I, I would think. But yeah. I'm not a fan of tokens either. Yeah, but if you could get that World of Warcraft addiction, which still exists, mm-hmm. but maybe a new one, right, for the new age, and right. people get addicted, and they're like doing services inside the game, yeah, and getting rare weapons and rare stuff like that, and I could settle instantly with you on the mm-hmm. game by not leaving to the store, by staying in the game, you giving me like a cue that says press A to accept, I say yeah, and you give me the rare weapon, and I give you the lightning currency or the sets, and yeah. we go off to whatever the hell we do in the game. Yeah, uh, you you were bringing up GTA. Yeah. Imagine that concept. Like yeah. we 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 set a um you know as the let's just I don't know if this example persists but let's say we're the police. We set it we set a pot inside of a bank of 15,000 sets. Yeah. I'm just I'm thinking through how GTA would roll this out. I'm already thinking about like you know growing up it was the Godfather stuff. So you're you're on yeah. mafia missions. So like kids are going to do mafia missions and get paid sats. Yeah. As or, a bounty. Or just as a competitive like you know back and forth once again the cops load up a vault and it's the criminal's job to earn the vault. And yeah, then the yeah, cops yeah. fairly agree. You got buyers. Aha, you get the 15,000 cents. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh, and that's a great atmosphere. That's fire. But that's what I'm interested in getting into yeah. next. Even, even, bro, even on 2K, um, oh. we, we've run threes and fives already. Sports. So, like, it's literally, you know, me, my man's, his boy. And, and like, there's the Bitcoin in real life, yeah. uh, the Bitcoin basketball tournament. They're coming to Boston. Okay. I think each team puts in, yeah, each team puts in 2,000. <laughs> 
they can have up to eight players. Two thousand two thousand dollars. Gotcha. Or or worth of Bitcoin, whatever. Yeah, I, gotcha. Um, but the the winner gets eighteen thousand in Bitcoin. That's kind of dope. Right. And, <laughs> and and so I hit up my man's who who played D League for the Lakers. And I'm like, yo, me and my man G are talking about like Playing. let's put a squad together. Like we we would put the dough up for the team. Yeah. And uh they would play and you know, we would just That'd sponsor it. Um but this dude, you know, NBA talent. Uh, it should so be a I, win. I, yeah, I feel like it's an easy win, fam. Unless yeah. like you know, Scalabrini comes out the woodwork or you know, <laughs> some of these big Boston dudes. But um, in the game, you you win rewards, right? So you win like new Jordans or you win like new points. Yep. Um, you you could obviously win sats. Um, or if you want to challenge someone in five on five, like that could totally be a thing. I could totally see dudes playing for money as is. You know what I mean? Just to make the game more fun. Yeah, no, I, um, imagine, um, you know, 2K lets you do the court thing on yeah. the side. So imagine like a like a hustle where, where everybody involved in that game has money on the side, Fires. stats on the side, and yeah. the team takes the pot. Yeah, but imagine even, I don't even know if this is legal, but like a like a over-the-counter, uh, like, bookie session where it's like people watching betting. the game betting. can bet on the side. Like, yo, that's, I think, where it, that's sponsored by DraftKings, right? And that's how DraftKings Sure. I, I hate sponsoring virtual, by anybody. Virtual. But yeah. <laughs> Just imagine that. Now I'm saying, like, that's a plug for them. That'd be an opportunity for them. Absolutely. Like, yeah. That that'll be crazy. So would you, they could watch players, like good players. I mean, you're not gonna yeah. watch Scrubs play, but players yeah. from around the world that are tournament level players, yeah, bro, and be able to bet on the side, bro. lightning sets back and forth. We were playing 2K. Yeah. And there was this crazy noise, and I'm like, "Yo, what is that?" And they're like, "Oh, that's a legend." I'm like, "What's that mean?" And he's, and that's like, basically an elite player whose record is like insane. Yeah. So like, you're already playing people like that. And then those people end up playing high level tournaments and they win, you know, a million dollars. Yeah. And those kind of things. So that's a, that could easily be a whole that's insane. sat industry. Yeah. And in, the- in, in in I've already seen indicators that online gaming kind of favors Bitcoin anyways. Yeah. I think um Xbox said, yeah, Xbox had mentioned it, uh, I believe. I and I think another source as well. But and it would only make sense because of once again what Lightning can do. I don't think yeah. they were necessarily focused on Bitcoin because as we know, how would you play a game? With the block time being settled ten minutes later, yeah. Um, unless the intermediary, which is Microsoft or PlayStation, holds it, holds it, and and you trust them with it. But now yeah. we're incorporating trust, which is a very bad thing. But Lightning changes the game, and we just gave examples of stuff. I guess that we play. These kids are playing something completely different nowadays. Yeah. Um. And, and, and yeah, the the potential is there. But that's kind of what I want to start digging into: how Lightning is working Definitely. in games. Yeah. Uh, and not tokenized stuff, because I've heard a few guys, you know, companies, I should say. Um, you know, say we got in-game tokens that mm-hmm. runs on this and runs. On, I'm talking about just straight lightning sats somehow, some way. Yeah. I think the company that figures that out um, has a good product. Absolutely. Has the next step and what's going on. It'll get me playing games again for mm-hmm. sure because there's a more of incentive. I've always had the argument with my friends. What the hell is it like? When I first got into Xbox, Xbox um, achievement points were very big. Like it mm-hmm. was like the badge of honor. It was like, yeah, this homeboy guy. And I think there was even like a trophy for like a hundred thousand sats or something like that. Not sats, uh, achievement points. Yeah. Um, but I, I always had that argument, like, yeah, what are these trophies for? What are, yeah. what the hell does this do? I could delete my account, start brand new. I could have fifty million platinum trophies or whatever. It's not gonna matter. Achievement points. But it would change the game if yeah. I was collecting sats for doing playing games. It would be yeah. an incentive for me to dust off my Xbox and play. Yeah. Microsoft, I was, PlayStation. Uh, yeah, I was playing the new UFC. Is that good? Damn. <laughs> you be playing wild shit. That, it, I, you know, you play it on a big screen, you sit close to the screen, it's like, yeah. almost like virtual reality. That's insane. Um, But yeah, <laughs> yo, play UFC for sats. 
You know what I mean? Like everything. <laughs> be you, fire. you can see where light, lightning is su such a powerful, um, you know, protocol and such is working so well that you can have like a million ideas for accepting mm -hmm. lightning payments. Yeah. Because it solves that speedy, uh, uh, trustless resolution problem. I was listening to Preston Pish and Jack Mars, yep. and he was talking about lightning in El Salvador. And he yep. was like, listen, when you go to buy pupusas, they give you a, a QR code to scan. Mm -hmm. You scan it, Strike connects to your bank, and your bank basically funds a transaction. You pay 10 bucks for the pupusas. You send it via lightning to the vendor. You you know pay that invoice. Yeah. Um, they immediately get Bitcoin. They can hold the Bitcoin, or they can transfer to USD, and it's all done instantly. There's no need for Visa. There's no credit or debit. You know, there's no like, hey, you have $10 coming in. Uh, it'll be cleared in four days. So they can't actually access those funds. The funds right. are immediately there. So they immediately take full custody of payment. Um, and, you know, just listening to Jack Mahler's explain like, yeah. step by step what, what Strike is doing. Uh, and it's, it's amazing stuff, man. Yeah, I, I, every time I hear him talk, I'm just reminded. I, I share the same sentiment. He's 27 for the record. But but to me, what I get from it is that, uh, and I know he would agree to this, um, hands down, is that you know when you talk about coding and mm -hmm. you talk about engineering, these pe there's people actually solving problems that a lot of people yap about. Yeah. And since we're so connected in this world, the real the real people that can mitigate problems and actually solve problems are coders and engineers. They're mm -hmm. the, literally the only people designed in this world the way it is, functioning world to be able to solve real world problems, unless you have a crap load of money. Um, but that only solves certain problems at that. What you were just explaining there, what Jack always explains is that through code, I think I, I, uh, I this might've been on McCormick's podcast, not uh, mm -hmm. Pish's podcast, but I even, I think heard Jack said, um, oh, what was it that he freaking said? Um, that, that we benefit from him sitting in this little woman's closet or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and him hacking away and coding away, the world benefits from that. The system benefits from that. And yeah, man, these coders are just, for a while there, they were underrated. And I think him and a lot of people are changing the world, like you just said, for the pupusa lady to be able to settle instantly, that's solving a real problem. Yeah. A huge problem. Well, let's pause right there. Sure. Right. This is why that's a problem. Uh, the restaurant business is super tough in general. Mm -hmm. It's a super cash flow intensive business, right? So some some businesses will operate where they have enough money to buy food but they can't pay your your full week's paycheck because yep. they don't have cash. So like having instant finality means you immediately can debit your funds if you want to. Right. So like restaurants are, you're usually strapped for cash. So that gives them more breathing room because they don't have to wait. You know what I'm saying? Three days, four days for that transaction to clear and, yeah. and for them to be able to take those funds and then pay for, you know, more inventory or pay their yeah. employees. And so, be able to, um, you know, um, get the majority of the share and not get killed yeah. in the process, right? Like not right. pay the middleman to process. Right. That's the weirdest word in the current money system, I think, is yeah. process. What's processing? I don't understand. I saw somebody post yeah. the other day, which is hilarious to me, which was um, I went to the bank and did a bunch of wires um, and the bank asked me why, um, but apparently just saying because I want to is not a reason enough. Yeah. Like, like what do you mean? I want to uh, wire a bunch of money. Like, yeah. so who cares? Yeah. Like, uh, what are you asking? I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I had that conversation with a friend recently. He said his uh his family in Portugal, his dad has businesses out there and he consistently has to bring money back and it's always like an it's issue. It's a problem. It's a so. problem. But through coding, uh more specifically through open source coding. Yeah. I wanna say that because 
all these banks, these companies that run applications, they it's all closer. have coders. Yeah. Yeah. But open source coders that have taken like the vow of volunteering, mm-hmm. the vow of, you know, just building. Right. Yeah. And, and they are, are really changing the world um, all the way down to from the APIs, um, because, you know, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but the, you know, surfers, the people new to Lightning mm. kind of give all the, the the fruition to Jack. Right. But yeah. Jack kind of was able to build something on the shoulders of giants. Oh, uh, absolutely. Of, of huge, you know, Lightning absolutely. Labs and, and, and huge individuals that have put a lot of work in. Uh, but open source coding, like mm-hmm. these coders volunteered in many cases, uh, their time to get it to where Jack Mollers can do this. That. It's like the ultimate assist. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm about to throw this up. You're about to boom it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's and the why. it's called El Salvador. It's called <laughs> everything because, yeah, um, this leads it right into the next thing. But that, that was, you know, how coding is solving real world problems. And shout out to the coders. Shout out to the open source guys. Um, I personally look up to you, all of you uh, specifically because I know how difficult it is to yeah. bash your head on the keyboard and figure it out. Yeah. Um, uh, this actually popped up in my head right now. Uh, all of these up and coming companies in the Bitcoin space are going to have to compete with Square. Yeah. Uh, I think Square has positioned themselves. I saw your tweet. I don't remember what I tweeted. I remember yeah. the gist of it, though. Yeah. But, you know, through hardware wallets, sort of like they did with the Square readers, uh, mm-hmm. that opened up this game for a lot of businesses to be able to just be like, yeah, oh, I'll take hey, a credit card right here. Exactly. I got you on the spot. Exactly. Um, they opened it up for small businesses. And then through everything from like the cash app to the banking infrastructure, like the Square app and stuff like that, you could get receipts. You could mm-hmm. do. So they made it very easy for small businesses to get in. And now they've positioned themselves to do this for mm-hmm. multiple industries, the music industry, uh, with titles, library, and catalog, being able to stream sats directly to an artist that posts it up, it's going to be huge, especially if it's combined with podcasts. Uh, that's going to be huge right there. Um, what they're doing with the Square Banking, I'm sure is going to be able to handle Bitcoin transactions back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're going to have a cash app or, or a lightning invoice code. They're going to scan the code and like the Papusa lady you're going to get paid for your T-shirt that you just made right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then in the background, you could do some type of banking service with Cash App where they convert it for you or whatever like that. Sky's the limit with what they can do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I feel a way about juggernauts coming in, but I, I think the Bitcoin, especially the Bitcoin developers, take this as a big challenge. Yeah. Like, oh, it's on then. Like, and I think they can do uh, Jack, intentionally or unintentionally, is going to get... Uh, force the industry to just adapt to incredible products that are about to come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But I think the competition will always be Square. I think Square, especially when it comes to aiming at businesses, Yeah. I think if they get a hardware wallet out and they're able to convince people to have like a savings account, uh, eventually release like a, a credit card, a debit card, mm-hmm. right? That gives you sats back and integrate oh, I'm this I'm sure whole, they're working on that. Yeah, integrate this whole they're system. They're talking about that at the minimum. Absolutely. Especially and, with Nidig getting involved in this space yeah so so uh big things to come but i i that's you know coders always solve problems but the problem is is that these coders now have to go up against big pockets and big mm-hmm. entities because it's not jack it's, it's jay it, mm-hmm. it's you know it's a lot of companies mashed together that have the opportunity to do a lot of things i'm gonna keep my eye on title whatever they're gonna call it maybe they'll change the name of it i don't mm-hmm. know but they have a huge library they've always had um lossless audio which uh, i know apple Ooh, how does it sound uh, I know Apple just introduced it, so I haven't yeah. heard title, but I've got a, you know, with the AirPods and with Apple Lossless, it just sounds incredible. It's like spaced audio. It's it's nuts. It's a, it's a thing. So on title, it should be just as good. I know they have exclusive podcasting, right? Like Rap Radar mm-hmm. guys, those guys are on there exclusively on title. Yep. I think Angie Martinez is exclusive to title. Uh, I got my eye on title because once again, if they open up this thing where through Cash App or through Square Banking, you can stream sets to Angie yeah, Martinez. Artists. 
and, yeah. and do all this stuff. Uh, I love Angie Martinez, by the way. Shout out to Angie <laughs> Martinez. Probably never listened to this, but um, yeah, um, that that's an incredible thing in my opinion. And they, from the very beginning, they were the company that said we pay our artists. Remember that? Yeah, that, was, like, that their- was a part of their like core mission. Like we we know that artists aren't getting paid, and we want to be a, a safe haven for artists. We want to pay artists because the, the, these people get like a fraction of a fraction of a penny per stream. I was looking at artist numbers the other day, bro. And so, like, when you brought this up, I was laughing because they'll have, like, touring revenue. And if a lot of artists didn't tour last year, the number is zero. And then they have streaming sales, and then they have album sales. Nobody's buying albums. Everyone's streaming, and the streaming numbers are are trash. And then they have merch. And so when you take the game and say you can pay your favorite artist directly, like, imagine you're going through a hard time, and you're listening to your favorite artist, and that song just helped you in that moment. And what a you marketing could, campaign. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. You just hit the donate button. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could see that marketing campaign already. Hey, we promised our artists would get paid, and now they're going to get paid the purest money of all time. They could word, uh, uh, word that in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah. And if they go with, hey, we promised this. It took us a while, but now we're going to give this type of service. Yeah. Once again, uh, I don't even know what to call them anywhere. Square as a yeah, whole. Yeah. Um, I think there's positioning themselves. With a forward-thinking um, leader um, to say, "Hey, we could take advantage of a lot of these areas and explore them," um, and that goes from. I, once again, I, I thought about when they, when they said hardware wallet, I thought about their swipe reader, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, they've known how to do this already." Like, uh, I think it's gonna be great, and I think more of your barbers, more of your local people, more of your t-shirt merchants, more of all that stuff, because of Square's innovations and products are going to get tapped into Lightning and they're going to get onboarded into Lightning and know what Bitcoin is. Yeah, it'll just be part of the infrastructure. And, and, and that's good. And that's why I don't, back to what we were saying in the beginning, people getting dicey. You have to understand that Bitcoin has already won. Yeah. It has already won because there's nothing that can do, solve that problem better and more seamless. And since it's software and it's a protocol, it can always just be updated and clean cut and, you know, um, and upgraded. little boo-boos every now and then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they get patched, they get fixed. And it, the uptime is impeccable and it's trustless. I mean, I, I get that the, the price lures people in. And to give you a second shout out, I understand that people did buy at the high. I kind of yeah. forget about those people. Yeah. But th- you got to understand that it, at some point, this has already won. I think it's yeah. already won. But at some point, it will be more obvious to people that it's already won. Yeah. Because the current way sucks so bad. Yeah. That dude with the wires, so bad. We're, yeah. we're at the point where we're asking permission to use our own hard work, energy, and finances. We're asking these people permission to get loans. We're asking these people permissions to get robbed and get pillaged. Well, what kind of scenario do we get in where we, you know, ask our, you know, like allow ourselves to get pillaged and then ask for permission out of it? Yeah. That's a very strange world. Uh, but I guess, you know, most Bitcoiners are aware and uh, other people are not. Um, this was just to liven it up a little bit. The, the, the next one I got is the on-chain, guys. Yeah. We got to talk about this, Last man. Nodes. Why? Yeah, gla- uh, yeah, the glass nose dudes. Um, uh, well, Clement. Um, there's a uh, uh, root. I think is another one. Yep. Um, what's um, the sh- the S two F guy? The stock the flow model. Yeah, hundred trillion. I think is yeah, his tag. And, and this is not to call these gentlemen out. They are experts in something that I am not an expert in. Yeah. That's important to. State. I mean, let's be clear. What they do is they look at charts. They look at inflows. They look at outflows to just see what's going on in the market. Yeah. Um, and from there. They make predictions. You know, are is it bullish? Are we going up? Is yeah. it bearish? Are we going down? Um, are we consolidating? Are we just staying in the thirty range for a little bit before we get back to forty? 
and they're you know making a case for what they believe is right based off of data based off of inflows outflows like i, I follow a few whale alert pages so like dudes are like yo i think yesterday i think there was a, a transaction of like six thousand bitcoin uh and dudes are like some whale just bought six thousand bitcoin and so you know they they see data like that they monitor it daily and they say hey i think by you know july we're going to be at 100 grand yeah you know what i mean um it's july and we're at 30 grand so what's the deal you know what i mean and, and you would set off air like they're like the weatherman where they can continuously be wrong um and that just is what it is i guess they're worth 250k followers yeah no um, yeah because they're wrong more often than that I, so one thing i like i like to see just uh and we talked about it on the episode with uh nick badia mm-hmm. um you know, just kind of seeing the market and seeing the movement, seeing the inflows, seeing the outflows. And like, it's it's cool to see charts and, and get some indicators and insight on, uh, you know, like, hey, whales are continuously buying thousands of coins every day. And it's, I don't know, it helps paint a picture of what's going on in the market. So from yeah. our perspective. So it's good to have those insights. Do I take what they say as gospel? I guess it's going to happen. No. Uh, but it's, you know, it's good to see data and why they think the way they think. Like a lot of these dudes got massive following. Oh, they do. And and I think it's just back to maybe somebody who bought a high. Facts. Why did they buy a high? Because, you know, one of these gentlemen probably said that it's about to be at 200K by this day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I do understand that they're a guessing game, right? Like they're just looking at numbers and all that. But 250,000 followers is, it's, it's, um, it's enough to, to get, um, some emphasis. To manipulate the price. No, 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 no. Just to be able to um to to get a lot of people to make bad decisions, right? Yeah. To have that network effect to say, hey, well, if two hundred and fifty pe- uh, thousand people follow him, then it must be good to buy at this price. He yeah, must yeah, be yeah. right. And his yeah, chart yeah. looks fancy. It's colorful. It's yeah. nice. It's this. Um, and to me, it's just, it's it's um. I think Michael Saylor said this somewhere in the past. Somebody has said this, but this is just watching price discovery happening in real time. Mm. So it's like if we know this and we don't know what's gonna happen literally an hour from now, two mm. hours from now, like if this thing is just flying at a thousand miles per hour right now, why would somebody like that get two hundred and fifty thousand followers? That's not that's not a contribution in my opinion. Mm. They obviously have two hundred fifty thousand followers yeah, and yeah. I have four hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- this is where you know we have to. I have to try to remind people about noise and signal. We have yeah. to stick to the signal. We have to stick to what this thing. This thing has already won. Is is my signal. Um, but yeah, I just try to get away from that because I, I see these guys. Um, I think I'm down to Will Clement, but I've I've unfollowed uh pretty much all of them. Actually, Will Clement it went, but uh, uh, Roots I think is the only one that I still follow. Gotcha. Um, and you know that's not a diss to these gentlemen. Um, and they try to fulfill their audiences. They do try to give content and stuff like that. It's better than staying quiet and saying nothing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that that could impact a lot of people. I know yeah. a lot of people like to pick on Elon um and say. Well, you know, a lot of idiots are listening to you and Dogecoin could go broke. And that can also happen if you tell them that this price of Bitcoin is going to be 200K by a certain date. Yeah. Uh, and especially if these people are not well versed in Bitcoin and only care about the price. Yeah. That's another big problem. Yep. I just want to know. I mean, but the weatherman exists, like you said. Yeah. Um, and he's wrong the majority of the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, I, I, I don't know. But I just wanted to bring that up because... I had to remove a few of them, and they still pop up in my feed anyways, but I, I've always wondered that in my head. Yeah. Um, is there a better way to block people? Uh, like, can you, I, like, even if my I think, people... Like, I think you can blacklist certain words. So I don't know. Does that blacklist a handle? I don't know. Like, if you put the at and then, you know... Yeah. Uh, d- so if someone else is adding that person or, like, retweeting, you just don't even see the retweets either. 
I gotta figure that out. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just you know, it doesn't need to pop up. It's just weird stuff. Yeah. Um, did I, this was a screen cap, so I don't know if it was real. Did Pop say something about bad thing? ETH gonna be bigger mar- marketplace. It was a screen cap of his post. But I, I didn't see it. I know those get twisted up. Yeah, and people I did, pivot. I haven't seen that. It was like um, uh, unpopular. Uh, unpopular uh, opinion. Unpopular opinion, and I think he said, uh, in the long term, ETH's uh, growth and market is gonna be better than Bitcoin. Just something. I, I don't yeah. Know. I had to completely. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't follow him, so I don't know if the screen cap was legit. Yeah, I'll, I'll look. I'll, I'll pull it up. Yeah, yeah, pull it up. But um, that's he. If he did say that, what a I'm, I'm what not a blubbering idiot. I'm not surprised. So here, here's where I'm not surprised. Yeah, he's a marketing guy. Yep. Uh, Jason Williams is a marketing guy, right? I listened to Jason Williams on Preston Fish, fantastic interview. Yeah. And he talks about you know how they started mining Bitcoin with free energy, essentially, right? Burning tires. And they started with cryptocurrency miners, Bitcoin miners, Ethereum miners, and stuff like that. So he mines Ethereum, and like, yeah, it's it's almost in their best interest for Ethereum to be big and amazing, financially speaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then they 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 try to cop the other side of the fence, though. Yeah. You, um, you know, the famous one that we can remember is probably in the Hamilton play, you know, Burr or Hamilton saying, you know, if you stand for nothing, Burr, what would you fall for? Yeah. Um, so, so you mined early. So you got rich pretty early. Yeah. So you got to stand on something. And then they say, well, at least Jason Williams does a lot, that it's on the pleb Bitcoin hill. That's where he dies on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why do your actions say otherwise? Yeah. Because you're a marketer. I'm supposed to give you a pass for that. Yeah. Sure, most people do. And that's how you pay your bills. And that's how your kids and your family have a fantastic life. But what do you stand for? Yeah. I don't understand. You're misleading a lot of people. Not me. Yeah. Don't think about me. Don't think about the guys that seem to be, you know, convinced enough that they don't need you. But you have big followings. Yeah. You have big ripple effects. So to him, to pop to all those guys, like, I understand that you got to get money to survive in this world. And I understand that you guys like to make money and are good at making money. The, I want to know is, what do you stand on by saying one thing and your actions doing something else? Yeah. I'm... I've said this on the show before. Maybe I'm just a brokey. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. But it's still my place to be, or anybody's place to be able to call you out on that. Yeah. Especially if you want my attention. Right. Right. Like your job is to get people's attention and get follows and get all this stuff. If you mine Bitcoin and you're a pleb and you die on that hill and you seem to broadcast everything you want, why are you saying nothing else but, hey, that ETH stuff is flawed? Yeah. They're making proposals that can revert the blockchain. Meaning that like, oh... You were settled, Ben. You got your money. Well, something happened, and we're going to go back, and your transaction no longer exists. Mm. So you, businessman, don't got that money. So even if it is an unpopular take, it's cloud chasing. Yeah. Why are you giving that take? And if yeah. it's because I'm a generalist and I like all coins and all that, say that. Die on that hill. Yeah. Don't yeah. come back when the Bitcoin price starts to go 50 and start, a multi-trillion is doing this to gold. It's doing this. It just it seems off to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think when it comes to that, pomp is bad and worse at that. Um, but but in Jay Will is that it's like I want to like you. I just don't know what you what you stand on. And it's not important to your life or my life that we figure that answer out. Mm. But I can still make my own decision about you, right? Mm-hmm. From what the information that I've received. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we all we all form judgments for sure. And, and there's a reason. It but I it, it, it's yeah. You can't go to Elon and say, hey man. You're misleading people. Well, you're doing the same thing. Mm. Same thing. Just a different arena. Same exact thing. You're using your clout and your presence to get people to think a certain way. And then you go in to get bags because you think people won't care. 
Yeah. Or you're willing to just tell yourself, well, the people that don't like it could just stop on following me. That's a very well-privileged thing to say. Mm-hmm. To me, it just makes you a fake. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that tweet was, I don't even know why we went down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Because it was a screen cap that I saw on somebody else's tweet, and I know you can alter stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I was like, mm. And I know Pop is the easy target to be altering his words because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he has a lot of uh, hate, in the, especially in the plug community. But yeah, if it is real, there's no place for you to say that unless you're going to die on the hill of like, hey, man, I'm interested in everything. And yeah. that's cool because that's just being open about it. Yeah. But when I was listening to Pomp and when I was interested in Pomp, which is probably no more than like six months ago. Yeah, it was Bitcoin. It was like, yo, the price is skyrocketing. We're going to ride the moon together. Um, he had I, some really good takes, even on like Fox. And I think he does have some really good takes. Where, you know, that, that I remember him saying like yeah. Bitcoin is the apex predator of financial assets. Yeah. And uh, yeah. him and Jay Will, they were they were working on a on a script to pitch to investors for certain businesses. And it was like, hey, you know, allocate 1% into Bitcoin. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, these guys have been in the space for a long time. Sure. They get do their they, bags. They, yeah. Do they do things just for the bags or just for the clout? I'm sure, man. This is the good old uh, McCormick problem, too. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, man. I understand. That's your boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Listen, I, I think the guests he has on are fantastic. Yeah. And I yeah. think that he has enough clout, if you want to keep using that word, to yeah. get really good guests on. I think people yeah. are impressed. His numbers seem to be super impressive. Yeah. So, like, there's nothing to say, but it goes back to that good old problem where it's like, I'll give you this perfect example. I think I might have said it, maybe not. I've said it in a different conversation. I listened to the Parker Lewis episode because mm. he had, he's doing the Gradually Then Suddenly series, which I highly recommend to anybody. Go check that, that out. Um, but, you know, because of your actions, right, because of your, your presence, you're forced to be able to do these ads and have to have these sponsors. So right before I hear Parker Lewis come on, there's an advertisement for Casa. Um, and there's not a problem for saying that as a whole because we mm-hmm. understand how advertisement works. But to me, that's, you know, when it comes to multi-signature, that's direct competition with what Parker Lewis is doing and, and, and all that. So it's just a little tasteless to me to have that be the introduction to Parker Lewis. You could have mm-hmm. maybe even put that at the end, but I don't know if the contract... I, these ads on these podcasts are annoying. The one on yeah. Press and Pishes, it's, it's legit like two minutes. It's like, bro, come on. So that's the, that's the good old, yeah. what I call the Peter McCormick problem. It's like, look, I listen to your listeners, but damn it, I think you're not the guy. Yeah. That's all. And you, you're in the thankful in the position. Not so much McCormick. I think he's actually journaling, about, like being a journalist in the field right now. But these other ones, the ones yeah. we've been talking about, like I'm a nobody. I don't need to follow you. I could be brokey. There's a lot of reasons to be like, oh, why? that's why you wouldn't listen to him. Mm-hmm. To me, is it's like uh, I, I come from a marketing background, and uh, I always know how to spot decisiveness, in my opinion. And it's not something I want to subscribe to. Yeah. That that's all it is. And early on I tried to subscribe to it and almost a bunch of times it led me the wrong way. Um, sometimes bigger than that, because I would listen to these individuals and, you know, be pumped by these individuals and and um, if you want to give the easiest example of trying to block five, right? Like you, you you have this like these guys saying these things, uh, when really they're not they don't have your best interest in mind. They're trying to just line the pockets. Is that a problem? Depends on who you ask. Mm-hmm. It's about virtues, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, even well, here's the thing too. Uh, Pomp and Jason Williams are both. I'm pretty sure they're both uh, BlockFi investors. Yeah, right. super successful guys, by the way. So I don't like know if we've said that already. But yeah, 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 super successful yeah. guys. That doesn't have to be said here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think they are. So uh, no, I I think like that influences, like oh, I'm an investor and I have this yeah. audience, so let me publish it to my audience. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you got to be so. on brand. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like they got to stick to that brand, like. He can't be Bitcoin Maxi, neither one of them, if they have a, a brand that is not Bitcoin Maxi and yeah. seems to be you know, adapting. I guess that's the old Brian Armstrong Coinbase problem. Like mm-hmm. eventually you just dabble so much on chasing fiat mm-hmm. 
um, that you forget about the goal and you forget about what Jack is doing. You forget about the the, the solving the problems. Uh, and yeah. sometimes solving the problems doesn't fill your pockets. Yeah. But this is going to sound lame, but it fills <laughs> your soul. It fills yeah. your heart. It's the right thing to do, especially in a world where our rights and, and, and everything that we believe is being snatched from us. Yeah. So, damn it, if that's going to make you a little bit less richer, mm-hmm. excuse me for being nosy. I just think in this day and age, and I, I like always Max Kaiser quoting, you know, it just sucks the evil out. I think you guys are not necessary in this industry, uh, mm. not in industry, in this game, in this asset, in this whatever way you want to look at Bitcoin, in this protocol. I don't think any evil is necessary here. And if you mislead even, let's say, 10 people, maybe not one, if you just mislead 10 people and they put all their money somewhere you told them to put it or they bought at the top because of you, I think that's a problem. I think that's a problem. And it's a thin line. It's a thin line. But that's why I think we here, we do good on giving information. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't like to have anybody go broke because of me and I won't lie to you. You know, yeah. it, it, we've come in this episode and have... Um, hey, let's be absolutely clear yeah. on... Uh, misleading people or and price action right so i i bought bitcoin at four thousand dollars i bought bitcoin at sixty four thousand dollars i i consistently buy i bought chunks at the top um so my portfolio is down but it's not realized again unless i cash out which i'm not going to right you know what i mean so yeah um, good point yeah you know what i mean that's what it takes but it won already yeah you don't need the price to do anything you just need to get as much of this as possible facts that's nice. the thing about it. It's it's an accumulation thing. Just get it. I, I listen. When you buy a sixty four, you still feel good about it. Absolutely. Because at the time, it was the best purchase. Yeah. So you bought it, and, and you know, back to price discovery. Damn it! If sixty four feels good, I'm buying sixty four. I'm buying a hundred. I'm buying one hundred fifty. Why not? Mm. It's still the best purchase on the spot that you could make, and it's the only way to get away from that crappy game, the other game. I, I don't know. Price shouldn't be it. And, yeah. you know, we started with the weather guys. We started with the, you know, the I don't, the big marketers. Um, I don't know. This isn't a diss, but I, I'm definitely allowed to be able to analyze what I see. Um, and I'm definitely able to decide on character. And that's why I don't follow these guys. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not just saying shit and following them anyways. Like, yeah, yeah. I just shut it off. I try to. Right. But come on, fellow Twitterians. I don't even know the o- word. Jose wants the. I keep pleb- getting them on my feet because of y'all. <laughs> Jose wants the pleb Twitter experience. No marketing gimmicks. I just don't want the big guys to say they're plebs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all it is. Um, just pick, pick another word. Like, by definition, they're not a pleb. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, you just go back. Um, but, you know, th- this has happened since the beginning of a time. The plebs have mm-hmm. always rebelled against the upper elites, you know, or the upper uh, uh, society. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the plebs always have that strife of, oh, they better. Well, we make it happen. And, and it's always that battle, whether it's the plebs back in Greece saying, hey, we're the farmers, we're the builders, we're all this, and you guys are just the fancy robe wearers. Mm-hmm. Or whether it's now where the plebs is like, yo, I throw my check on this. You just manipulate people to get this. Like, it's yeah, the yeah. same thing, and it will happen forever. But, you know, have some balls. Have, have you know, read the room. Yeah. Just don't pretend to be. And your followers will be more organic. They'll be natural. Yeah. Like, they won't care if you push Ethereum stuff or NFT stuff. If you're just open about it, but yeah. they, they they just don't, and it's in their best interest to not. Um, or maybe their affiliates and their deals have just forced them to have to be this person. Yeah. But then I would like to think that you can just say, well, I'm not doing business with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of Bitcoin companies yeah. that may not have big pockets, but I'm sure would love to get sponsored. Yeah. I would love to get, so it, it's just very weird to me. Um, it's an opinion thing or whatever. But um, 
the credit card's coming out. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I don't know much about it. I'm not subscribed. I got the BlockFi email. Yeah, yeah I mean, it went it's, right to the trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, BlockFi, and, and there's going to be other brands in the future, but the idea that you can, instead of getting 3% back in fiat, you know, 1% to 3%, um, What's that mean, man? To, uh, instead What's of that mean? yeah, instead of getting one to three percent back on your credit card. No, that, no, no, no. But what's this range? What's this one to three? What, what is it? Is it one or is it? Three? Oh no, I'm saying like sometimes people have a bonus. So I have like the Chase Sapphire. I think it's oh, like I double you, points. Yeah, so you're yeah, not no. talking about specifically about like the Black Five one? No, 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 okay, no, cool, cool. no, no. Do you know any other perks of these I, cards? I don't okay. even know. Cool, cool. But I, I think it's two. It's probably two or three percent. I don't know. Yeah, I'll pull up the number. I think it's three percent or less. But uh, cool. yeah, instead of getting USD back, you'll get instantly. Well, I don't know about instantly because BlockFi's custody <laughs> chain is pretty slow. Um, it's, it's not like Lightning where it's instantaneous. But you swipe your card, you buy a new TV for two grand, you get you know say three percent back in Bitcoin. So what's three percent on two grand? I don't know. I don't know either. A couple cool. three bucks in Sats. Sure. Um, which is how many Sats, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know the numbers, but um, that's the idea. You get Sats instead of USD, assuming there'll be an export. Where you can just send your sats to cold storage. Assuming. Assuming. Assuming a lot. I don't. I don't know the workflow. But if that's I, the idea. If I have to keep it on BlockFi, I've already deleted the email, so I I don't plan on getting it. Um, obviously by my action. Uh, but yeah, if you can't take your sats out of BlockFi, pointless. Yeah. Um, and I think Will from Fold. I've only been on Twitter. I think like two times today. Um, which is impressive for me. Trust mm. me. Um, and Will from Fold was making a statement where he was like, um. If they don't allow you to actually keep the rewards, then they're not doing it right. That's yeah. paraphrasing. He made, right. he made it sound much more equivalent. I don't know if he was talking directly to somebody yeah. or in general to the industry of rewards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it goes back to Fold the- Fold this question, by the way. Yeah, uh, Fold. Every time I look up, they're doing amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, was I don't like the to... new wheel. The new wheel is absolute trash. <laughs> yeah. uh, unless you're spending over five constantly, like yeah. not just on one spin. Unless you're spending over five, you're not really seeing much out of this wheel. But go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no problem. Um. What was I saying? Unfold app. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so just like in, in El Salvador, right? Yep. The the street vendor who sells pupusas, um, they immediately take custody of Bitcoin. And that's important. So if, again, if BlockFi is going to hold on to that reward, then exactly what Will is saying, it's not, it's not yours. They're just, they're holding it in their own vault. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have personal custody. So I'm with him on that. So is it worth it? Yeah, it's probably not worth it. I mean, to the average, does the average consumer care? I hate that. Probably not. I hate that. See, you know? but but that's a very vague thing to say because it's not that they don't care. It's more like they've been programmed to not care. Yeah, they they just don't know right. to care. Because it, right, it's important to care. Um, uh, the fold experience is. I think there is like a fifty thousand uh, sat limit that you. Mm. But yeah, you're able to get sats back on every purchase and for various things. And when you get to fifty thousand sats, you can send it to wherever you want, cold storage yeah. or whatever. They don't hold on to it. Um, you could hold on to it. I think they got a savings account coming out and things like that. But yeah, I don't know who he was talking to specifically. I, I, the only reason I keep thinking of BlockFi card is because um, I got the email for it. That was the only one I was actually ever subscribed to. But don't, Gemini has one coming around the corner. This yeah, week. there's the, Nidig's partnership with banks. They're going to start rolling out a lot of credit cards. Yeah, just just be careful. Have, you know, not your keys, not your cheese. Mm -hmm. um, having rewards, I don't care if it's a million sets. It's not yours unless it's yours. Unless it's, yeah, unless you know, it's behind, one of, behind one of your addresses. Um, but we'll see. That, that seems to be popular. I think Fold is ahead of the curve on there. But at least Fold has always been Bitcoin first. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been very early lightning. I was so impressed listening to Will. He said early on with Fold that 
they basically went, they had to go out of business temporarily. Like they had to put a pause on yeah. the business and they had an opportunity before that to do some deals with shit coins. And he was like, you know what? We'll just, we'll close down and we'll figure it out, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. And, and they shut down and they didn't do it. And then they continued to grow into what they are today. I see. And, and, and he, he was talking about it. Like they were talking about the Bitcoin uh, forking where, you know, half or some people left to work on Bitcoin cash. And, uh, and there were times where their cash flow was better than folds and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, we've seen some some crazy things, but we've stayed committed to Bitcoin and Bitcoin only. Yeah. So they they see the the purpose behind Bitcoin and it being, you know, most yeah. important. So. But you yeah you, you see the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is it really like uh, that's why I'm able and all of us are able to determine character. Yeah. Um, because it's an action based thing. It's it's easy to determine character even when you don't know the person. Yeah. Because what you do is the underpinning of it. And as you can see, boom, perfect example. Yeah. He doesn't need to cloud chase. He doesn't have to do anything. And he, yeah. are you saying he's not successful? Yeah. He's extremely successful. And so Absolutely. is his company. And they're growing, yeah. which is fantastic. So uh, once again, it doesn't matter whether I feel whatever. No, it doesn't. But I, the reason I keep repeating stuff like this is because, you know, most people get shut down when they think these things because yeah. they think that. They think that, oh, you just don't understand what they're doing. You just don't understand. what. It... No, it's that everybody should be allowed to judge character. And everybody yeah. could be right or wrong. But, you know, you piece things together. You give examples like, well, it's obvious to see mm. that, that there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. Yeah. Um, so I think the former guys we were talking about is the wrong way to do it, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think the latter is the right way to do it. Yeah. Jack, right way to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's taking his company's taking all the fees out and taking all these tax ex exemptive hits. On, 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 with Come Preston on. Pish, he's talking about, listen, we're going to start selling Bitcoin for as cheap as possible. Right. And he's like, yo. <laughs> Brian Armstrong, Coinbase, you think you're going to sit here and take all this market cap? Most of your revenue comes from Bitcoin purchases. Cash app. With these crazy fees. Yeah, all of them. He's cash like, they, you think you're going to have a five-year run? Yeah, right. I'm going to give you six months, and I'm going to start selling Bitcoin basically with no fee. Right. So, uh, and, and I I'm, love I'm, it, bro. I, I, I'm amazed by it. And, and, and circle back, and I'm not saying you specifically, but anybody that's on the other hand that's thinking I'm hating on the former guys, why can't you do that? Yeah. If you really feel the way these gentlemen feel mm. about Bitcoin, so why can't you do that? Because yeah. you're affiliated with a company. I don't even need to know that you're they're, affiliated they're with a company. They're private investors, you know. But, you know, just like you can vote with your feet, you can vote with your dough. Absolutely. I'm out. Yeah. Because if you truly get the narrative and if you truly understand what this thing is doing, you wouldn't want your money in those other companies anyways. They're going to fail at the end of the day. But the argument is always, well, what happens if I just turn it into Bitcoin? I guess I don't know how much Bitcoin you have. Yeah. But I can still judge character. And yeah. you doing all that, pulling the rug on a bunch of people along the way, saying that I have to turn around and be like, oh, because he put it in Bitcoin, that's like a forgiven thing or whatever. Yeah. I might have been one of the people that was rug pulled. Yeah. I may not be so forgiving. I, I just think we we highlighted un, un, unintentionally two great examples of the way to do it, the I'm way not, not to do it. it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's super important, especially in, in, you know, Max Kaiser's philosophy of, you know, Bitcoin sucks the poison out, sucks mm. the venom out, sucks all that out. I think it's super important. Um, let's move on to a little bit more technical. You wanted to talk about nodes. What do we want to know about Yeah, nodes? just break that down. Why is it important that, I mean, Bitcoiners run their own node and in layman terms, what does a node do? Um, I heard Justine Harper um 
say a really good quote about this the other day, um, which I never thought about. A lot of people always say, run your nose so you can support the network. Mm-hmm. It does do that because you're another you know, voting system, you're another consensus, you have another copy of it. Um, her point was, do it because it helps you verify 100% that what you have is yours. Mm-hmm. Everything else that comes after it, fantastic. You're supporting yeah. the network, cool. But this whole altruistic feeling of people saying, I'm supporting the network just because I have a node, yeah. it's baloney. Yeah. You should be using your node to verify 100% with your own copy of that ledger that we all kind of base our sense of truth at. You have your own copy of that truth, and you can verify against that truth. Um, so, it, so to clarify that, so that yeah. means when you make a transaction, you can see the transaction on using your node? Yep. So um, if, you know, yeah, basically you could just verify from your own thing. So if you were to, you know, write your, I'm trying to think of an easy example. If you were to write your weight every single day with the same exact color marker and the same exact spot, right? Mm. That's a ledger of all the weight that you lost over time. And whenever you go to look for data on that, you can tell it's never been altered because of the color, right? All that stuff. So yeah, you're you're able to say, hey, I, I sent Ben X amount of Bitcoin. Here's the transaction ID. Don't trust getting the information from out there. I have a copy of that ledger right here. Run it against that ledger. And if you find it there, it's the ultimate truth because I'm getting the ultimate truth. I'm not getting tampered. I'm not getting a second hand. Yeah. getting it directly from the source. It's like a master recording. Yeah, so you can verify your data on. Um, gotcha. So that's a, and then you know it does help secure the network for various reasons. You know, for node protection, for consensus, um, for a lot of different things. Um, there's a few different nodes. I run a Raspberry Blitz, which is a, a Bitcoin Core node with a Lightning node sitting on top of it. Cool. Um, Lightning is dependent on the Bitcoin blockchain because that's how it puts the opening transaction and then handles the closing. Um, so it kind of, as layers do, uh, Lightning uh, node sits on top of my full Bitcoin node. Gotcha. Uh, full Bitcoin node means you have everything. You have every single transaction that has ever existed from the very beginning, the Genesis block, all the way down to what happened five, ten minutes ago on the last block. Um, there is such thing as a prune node. And a prune node is is that if you're tight on space, like if you're running the node on your computer mm-hmm. or if your hard drive is small, you could run like a 10 like a small version of the blockchain that only has like certain beginning block to certain block. Mm-hmm. And you can, you could, you know, run your transactions through that. Um, that's not recommended if you want to verify, but to save space. So there's different types of nodes. Miners have their own types of nodes. Gotcha. Um, there's a bunch of different nodes. Why I think anybody should get one, verify your stuff. Um, I've been learning, you know, how to use multi-sig and reference the blockchain, um, like my node. Uh, because before what I, what, what I was able to do is my cold storage, and I can still do it, uh, one single cold storage, I'm able to verify that on my node and understand that every single input is there, is mine, et cetera. I haven't been able to do that to any of my multi-sig wallets. Um, so I want to be able to connect away. I'm using Caravan. I'm sure there's other ways to do it, to try to um, connect to my blockchain and be able to read um, that my sets are my sets. They haven't mm-hmm. been moved. Um, they came. Every single stat is there, and there's no falseness. That's the ultimate truth, as Gigi would say. It's the center point of ultimate truth. Um, and why not have that in your living room? Yeah. Yeah. So I recommend getting a node. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it before, but Raspy Blitz, if you want to be a little bit more technical, but purely open sourced. Um, get Umbrew if you're just a consumer product, uh, dude that just wants to plug stuff in and run it. Um, my that's, node. That's me right there. Give me the Umbrew. 
Yeah, but it's not open source. Then listen, they got a good track gotcha. record. I don't know enough about them to say that they're BS artists yeah, or anything yeah. like that. But you know, in this world, I, open source does mean a lot. Um, it didn't mean a lot before because yeah. it was like, oh, buy a Pixel or buy an iPhone, and don't worry, just trust them with the code and trust them. Um, but in this world where we're talking about like future wealth, future power, you know, future everything, yeah, I I, I don't think I want to trust anything that's not open source. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know what's going on uh, on that aspect. Uh, before we go, I don't know much about this, so I won't even get on it. I think NVK, creator of Cold Card, is mm. getting called out for um, closed sourcing the Cold Card code. Mm. I don't know what. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I don't know enough about it yet. Yeah. I think it was great that they were open source to begin with. Yeah. But I've also seen them, and I don't know how exclusive to Bitcoin they are. They've added a bunch of stuff to the Cold Card. Mm. And I would like to think that he's basically saying, "Well, all this stuff we don't want y'all to do." Yeah. If it's like own proprietary layers on top of the code card, maybe he should close source it. Yeah, if if it's as that, I see no issue with that. Like I don't know enough that's, about it. Yeah, that that's their own advancements that they've created. Yeah, you know what I mean. For and it's their, impressive stuff for their clientele. Right, right. But so. we'll see. I mean, maybe it's you know, um, I I still don't think we've seen, um, you know, the the days. I don't think the days are over of hardware storage competition. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, I think that's t- still starting to heat up. Absolutely Square not. coming in, it's about to heat up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're going for the co cards of the world. And I think these companies are saying, well, what do they do wrong, and what could we do better? Um, and maybe that's how they got called out. Like maybe a company tried to dig into their GitHub open source, and we're like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, I can't see what they're doing. Um, and then when it comes to hardware, that's what Ledger was called out for. That's what a lot of people get called out for is. Mm-hmm. Um, source. Yeah, open source that code so I can see what's going on in the background. Um, and then a lot of thing is is that um, Trezor was kind of like, I guess, the big originator of hardware wallets. And when they mm. did theirs, they open sourced their code. And I believe NVK built his source from that Trezor open source code. Gotcha. From the code so it's a weird, open source is a thing and you can build upon it. It's your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, uh, when CodeCard went closed source, I don't know if they N- did, but NVK's... Yeah probably had issues because they were pulling from the open source maybe yeah people yeah. were reaching out to him saying like hey why is this yeah, happening it, it almost yeah. messes up the chain of custody and i've only seen a few once again i haven't been on twitter much but i only yeah. seen a few things but it did catch my eye and i love my code card um you know and i'm curious to see how that how that plays out i know that's why ledger got their beef and i, I try to be as even keel as possible with all things yeah if they got their smoke for it i, I think code card should get their smoke for yeah, it. yeah absolutely um just just be even about it i mean code card hasn't been breached or anything like that yeah. but the the close source i remember early on 2017 time when i first attempted this um i remember that you know hey why are they they're the only ones that keep it closed was a, a negative mm-hmm. uh trait for a ledger uh and everybody else was open uh, i don't know how that goes just wanted to throw that in there we're about 55 in yeah. You got anything else, man? Good to go, bro. Good to go. Episode 28 is a wrap. wrap. Guys, please rate, share, and subscribe. That's how we continue to have these conversations. If you're watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you. Hit the subscribe button. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Pocket Cast, any of your favorite platforms, um, hit the subscribe button. Leave us a review. That helps us float up. That's super important to the whole algorithm thing that's going on. We appreciate you guys. Check out the show descriptions for ways to support the show. We're on the Lightning Network. If you're listening on your favorite app, check us out there. Um, basically anything to keep this momentum going because I know the information we're giving is just powerful. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Check you out next week. Peace. Later.
the opinions expressed by Jose and Ben or any of the guests on this show are solely their opinion and their opinion alone. Their opinions do not reflect the opinions of any of the sponsors or other parties involved in the recording of this show. Do not treat any opinion expressed by Jose and Ben as a specific endorsement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Their expressions of their opinion on this show is purely for informational purposes.